0: episode 47 of the Hall of Fame show and
1: Evan I am going to say congratulations buddy I'm interested to find out what I'm being congratulated for because you oh. told me you're going to congratulate me but yes. you didn't tell me for what well, well two things one happy birthday
0: to your lovely wife oh thank
1: you yes she is exactly four weeks older than me so uh in three weeks you'll get to uh, we'll get to do this on my birthday
0: nice well, we'll, we'll make that the celebratory 43rd, 43rd. Yep. Coming up. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll do that. And we'll come up with a list of 43 things older than Evan, other than me.
1: Sliced bread.
0: Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. But you are looking like you're going to destroy me in yet another series of bets. Oh, well, I mean, come on. Of it was, oh, yeah. Okay. It was a given. Uh for those keeping track at home, which is probably just you and I, uh, I think I managed to get it down to four beers that I owe you.
1: You did. You did get it down
0: to four beers. And I'm going to lose another two because your Patriots are awesome. And the bills that I sort of like bet on and my saints are on a five game losing streak. And the bet, there was two bets specifically the saints were going to do better than the Patriots. The saints don't look like they're even going to make the playoffs at all.
1: Agreed. Uh, and that the and that the Patriots going to win the division,
0: right? Which that one I thought, fuck, I got that one in the bag at least.
1: No idea. Sorry, that broke up. Try again. I was just saying I thought I had that one in the bag at least, and I clearly do not. It's still possible though. It's uh, still I mean, possible. The Patriots, the Patriots still play Indy, uh, which is going to be a tough game. The Indies kind of a, ver- a very similar version to the Patriots. Play oh. the Bills again. They play Jacksonville, which you're going to win. And then they play the game that we always lose, which is at Miami. So,
0: I mean, I'm still not mathematically eliminated in this, but with my likely move to Winnipeg in a few months. Mm. And again, because like how many people move from Barbados to Winnipeg? I guess just me. In Uh, February. Looks like it could be March, but... Either way, the 2022-2023 season, I plan to get sort of like a half-season thing of the Jets. Okay. Boston's going to have to be one of those, and i that's, I think, where Ooh. we'll be collecting on uh, said wager. Because not only am I going to sort of like pay off all these beers, I'm going to do it at an arena where everything sort of gets jacked up in price. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> So congrats preemptively on at least well uh, well not preemptively on your on your wife's birthday. So let's just celebrate the yeah, that, women in our lives. That Excuse that me? already yeah.
1: happened, yes.
0: So you really should because I don't I know maybe all the people watching can you're looking at us like women want them? Oh yeah, yeah. At one point, one wanted me and one wanted Evan. So and they still with us.
1: And I have persistency is the way to get a girl. That's all I have to say. Uh, Yeah, and they're both
0: good-looking. So look at that. There you go. Absolutely. So I wanted to open up with that before, because we're also recording a little bit later. So your death march, Uh, just...
1: Oh, it's ridiculous. It's too bad that... So because of Wednesday, her birthday, we ended up... And I always have something Thursday night. We ended up moving this to Friday. And, oh, my goodness, this has been absolutely... Two giant ones. Just... Well, I mean... yeah, two giant ones last day, three giant ones in the last day. Yeah. Uh, uh, from football, auto racing, and music. Uh, I didn't even see auto racing, so. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Do you want to just start with that, and then we can get into everything else?
0: Yeah, you know what, let's just sort of, like, uh, do that. Uh, I, I know what sometimes we start off with, like, it's, it's a bit of a morbid thing, but don't think of it this way, guys. Think of it as a celebration of some 100%. great lives. So, so uh, except so for one, because was- one feels really sad to me. And
1: I think we know which one that is. Yeah. So, anyway, let's let's begin at the beginning yeah. here. Uh, I have to say the Beige Mistress may have had a couple of hits this week. Um, so, the first being Alex Orban, the Hungarian-American saber fencer who, commit, who uh, competed at the 68, 72, and 76 Olympics, uh, for actually, US and in Hungary. Oh, I uh, also qualified for the 80 Olympics, but did not compete because he was on the US team at that point. Oh, okay. Right. So uh, he had switched sides, but uh, he, he was 400, he received one of the 461 athletes to receive a congressional gold medal. We competed for both the US and Hungary. Hungary uh, so that might co- count because also we lost Tomas Somlo as well, a third member of the band Omega since we've been watching. The most uh, successful Hungarian rock band in history. Hey, can, can, can can you
0: backtrack? Congressional gold medal? Did I didn't know the U.S. did
1: that. Oh, let me double check that. I just closed the thing. So okay,
0: because like, like I, I'm assuming when you mean that that meant for all the people who would have competed in the 1980 games.
1: Yeah. So hold on. Um. Yeah, it looks like they gave congressional gold medals. Uh, hold on, see, So see. i have to find out when it was. Okay.
0: So while you're doing that, uh, I guess that's not on the table for the upcoming Winter Olympics. I know there's now the United States. I think Canada's joined them on that. My dad said so. I didn't really t- take a look at that. And a diplomatic boycott, which really saves both of our countries money <laughs> when it comes right down to it. Okay, yeah. 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 Ooh, that's going to teach them.
1: So, uh, to recognize the athletes of the 1980 U.S. Summer Olympic team who forfeited the Moscow Games, the United States boycott to protest the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan, Uh uh, they were given the Congressional Gold Medal. Congress authorized the U.S. men to forge gold plated medals in lieu of the standard solid gold medals. So, yay. so, yeah, so it was given July 8th of 1980, but they didn't get it for a while. So. Yes, how dare you uh, invade Afghanistan before we do? Sorry. Yeah, well, we didn't know we were going to invade Afghanistan back then. So they received well, it. That, between... That's very true. They received it between Simon Wiesenthal and Queen Beatrix I of the Netherlands. There you go. Those are the Congressional Medal of Honor winners on either side of them. Hmm. So, All right. All right, well, well, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, we lost uh, Tomas Somlo from, uh, from the band Omega. Uh, they're the most successful uh, band in Hungarian history that neither of us have ever heard of, but they've <laughs> lost their third member since we've been paying attention to this. Well, so, how, how many members do they have? Way more than you would think. Um, uh, I would like to point one major passing. Did you ever watch uh, Band of Brothers? No, I should have, but because my brother keeps telling me I
0: should be watching that, but uh, no, I have not. Band, seen it. Band of
1: Brothers is really good. I highly recommend it. Uh, but uh, Colonel Edward David Shames passed away. Okay. Uh, he's the last actual surviving member of Easy Company. Oh, okay. Talked about in Band of Brothers. So he was 99 years old mm. when he just passed away earlier this week. So just one of those, like, you know, the world passing away sort of situations so okay so for the world of music and then we'll get to the big one later okay, okay. Um, so I'm going to start with um, Dennis O'Brien who was uh, George Harrison's business manager uh, passed away at the age of 80 mm-hmm. we, and a lot of these I'm going to run through I apologize to any family members who are paying attention but we have a bunch of them um, Clarence Avant uh, who was, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, not Clarence Savant, his wife. Wife, yeah. I apologize. So, Clarence Savant was elected to the Rocker Hall of Fame uh, earlier this summer. He had his thing and his wife was there. Fortune's wife, Jackie, uh, was murdered. Uh, someone broke into their house and a botched robbery shot and killed her at the age of 81. Which is, I mean, you're shooting an 81 year old woman. Come on. Yeah, a real brave guy brave dude Uh, but yeah she unfortunately passed away she was she was uh seen in all the uh the stuff this summer uh for the for when he got um elected Mm -hmm. um another person who passed away the tour manager of led zeppelin during their heyday richard cole passed Mm -hmm. away at the age of 75. um he also worked with after led zeppelin he worked with you ready for this the Yardbirds, Vanilla Fudge, the New Vaudeville Band, uh, Crazy Town, Fu Manchu, Eric Clapton, Black Sabbath, the Gypsy Kings, the Searchers, the Young Rascals, Lita Ford, Three Dog Night, uh, The Who, Ozzy, Oz- and Ozzy Osbourne, among others. That's, uh, that's pretty good.
0: Got a feel that this guy would have probably somebody on our fictitious Rock and Roll Hall of Fame contributor section had to have been sort of inspired by this guy.
1: Yeah, well, he actually in um. Hold on, let me take a look at this. Like maybe oh, no, and, and the song two. remains the same. You could see you could see him in that. But I was looking for I thought was a, a fictional character based on him, but there is not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Richard Cole was seventy-five. Uh, from also from the world of music, uh, country musician Stonewall Jackson, uh, which was his actual birth name. Believe it or not. Uh, Passed away at the age of 989. He had number uh, one hit uh, in 1959 on the country charts, Waterloo, which I listened to this afternoon and is exactly what I expected it to be. Uh, 1964, he also had BJ the DJ as number one hit. Uh, And he had a few others, including you, me and you and a dog named Boo, uh, among others. He hit the country charts between 58 and so he he wrote that and because like that that didn't that go number one in the mainstream charts for somebody else it may have it went number seven for him in the country charts okay um
0: so i seem to remember that song like not as a country but i could be i could be wrong incidentally isn't it sort of interesting like it's only like a few years old that where you can say like hey maybe we don't name our kid after a confederate general
1: well, you know not I mean, he was born in Tabor City, North Carolina, in 1932. We're just lucky he wasn't born with a hood, you <sighs> <laughs> know. And, uh, and we don't want to disparage, the guy. he, can, he can I know, I'm it. Just kidding yeah. Him.
0: but look at look at me trying to be uh, the good one.
1: I know what the heck.
0: Eh, well, I'll, I'll wreck it later.
1: Actually, no I, no, I won't. The
0: shit box is gonna, I was gonna go all in on Seth Rogen, I've decided not to.
1: Oh, okay. Um. Uh, Melvin Parker passed away uh, He and his brother Maseo Were two members Key members of uh, James Brown's backing band uh, He passed away At the age of 77 um, He of course played with Papa's, On Papa's Got a Brand New Bag I Got You and Get Up off of that thing Among others So he was a drummer yeah, He was a drummer for all of those songs Um, let's see here there's just so many people. I want to make sure I get everybody in uh, order that makes sense. Uh, Barry Harris passed away, who is an uh, American jazz pianist, bandleader, composer. Uh, he was 91, a member of the uh, Jazz Hall of Fame, uh, passing away. One second.
0: And we were due for a big one, like a big group. I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to say that in a bad way, but it kind of feels like the last six, seven weeks, we haven't had a long list of notable deaths.
1: Correct. Um, so from the world of music, but also, I guess, music writing, Greg Tate passed away, uh, who was a longtime critic for the Village Voice, but also one of the great uh, authors Of uh, Hmm. going into music, Uh, there's a lot of stuff when he passed away earlier this week. He was only 64. Um, the lead singer of the group Tavares uh, oh uh, passed away. Uh, hold on one second, I want to make sure I have the right one. It's Ralph Tavares.
0: I was just cranking Uh, up the Saturday Night Fever
1: soundtrack. Oh, there you go. They're probably best, they're from New New Bedford, Massachusetts, and (coughs) Providence, Rhode Island. Mm. Uh, probably best known for their he- "Heaven Must Be Missing an Angel" from 1976. Um, they are Cape Verdean. Five Cape Verdean oh. brothers, the Cape Verdean Jacksons. Uh, just so you know, Massachusetts. Uh, for anyone who's ever been to Boston, we I'm have good. we have way more Cape Verdeans than you could than live in Cape Verde. There's so really? many people. The third most commonly spoken language in Boston is Portuguese, uh, and it's seriously. It's, yeah, not kidding. There, we have so many many Portuguese, Brazilian, and Cape Verdean folks hmm. uh, in there. So well, when um, you visit me in Winnipeg, you'll notice a shit ton of Filipinos. Yeah. Uh, okay. Interesting. Because it's like the
0: second lar- I don't know if this is second in Canada or second in North America. Second largest contingency of Filipinos.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: In Canada for sure, because t- Toronto's number one. Uh, could very well be in North America. I, I forget. But I, I know in our impending move, my Indonesian wife is very pumped because there's a Filipino uh, fast food re- restaurant chain called Jollibee. Get, go get some pancit. That stuff is amazing. I don't know what that is, but I bet you if she was awake, she'd tell me exactly what that is. And hey, d-
1: Just trust me on this, my friend. Hands go it? get yourself some pancit when you get there. Okay. It's a, it's a Filipino noodle dish and it's delicious. So. All right, sounds good. So, anyway, Ralph Tavares was 79 years old. Um, We also lost, as I'm working my way up here, um, uh, I'm interjecting
0: a lot because I didn't do much last week.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's okay. Um, From the band Rare Earth, uh, Gil Bridges passed away at the age of 80 from complications from COVID. Mm. Um, Rare Earth, of course, is probably best known for. uh i'm trying to think what their biggest hit probably is i'm not even sure uh hold on i'll get it for you um i just want to celebrate and, oh, also, uh, and okay. get ready from went to number one on the in canada in 1970 70 yeah okay I, now, now i know exactly what we're talking about yeah mm-hmm. um so he like i said he was 80 he passed away uh earlier this week uh i'm just in music too it's like there's so many people just from music this week um uh from rapper slim 400 uh passed away at the age of 33 he was shot and killed finally and i say finally because of 2019 he was shot nine times and survived well i guess they say the 10th time's the charm yeah so he yeah he passed away um a big member of the uh, L.A. rap scene. He was only 33. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Lasley passed away as well. Uh, he is uh, a background singer and composer. He uh, backed up Bonnie Raitt, James Taylor, Luther Vandross, Chic, Aretha Franklin, Dionne Warwick, Dusty Springfield, and Boz Skaggs, and also wrote music for Bonnie Raitt, Whitney Houston, Anita Baker, Rita Coolidge, Crystal Gale, Luther Vandross, and more um he was 74 years old um trying to see what his biggest hit here was um there are just a whole bunch there's so many songs here they're they're just he just wrote a ton of them so but he was 74 i don't want to spend a bunch of time because there's so many people unfortunately still to go on this list i'm still just in music um we also lost uh, from the, the lead singer Of the Angelic Upstarts uh, Mency Who is uh, Angelic Upstarts are one of the early proto uh, Punk bands out of London So one of the really groups That founded the punk scene uh, That really took over I have to look uh, them he, up I'm, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with them uh, Yeah I actually don't know how old Mency was uh, Because It didn't actually say But he passed away earlier this week as well All right, we have one more big name in music, but we'll get back to them. Uh, Coming out of all that, uh, going into the world of tennis, uh, Hall of Fame tennis player Darlene Hard uh, passed away at the age of 85. She was ranked as high as number 2 in 1957. Mm. Um, Probably most famous for losing to Althea Gibson at the 57 Wimbledon and then kissing her on the cheek, and congratulations which was a big deal for a white woman be kissing a black woman after winning a tennis tournament. Um, well, kudos on she, her, you know, like there, there wasn't a whole lot of that going on. There was not. Uh, mm-hmm. She won the 60 French, the 60 and 61 US Open and doubles titles, uh, three doubles titles for the French, 55, 57 and 60. Three, four for Wimbledon, 57, 59, 60 and 63. And one, two, three, four, five, six, and 58, 59, 60, 61, 62, and 69 for the US Open. Can you imagine the so.
0: bullshit she got through? She probably heard from some of her friends. I put that in big air quotes for doing
1: that. Yeah, probably. Like
0: for fuck's sake.
1: Yeah. So, but one of, one of the great, um, she, had, she fell in her home and had complications, mm-hmm. uh, passed away at the age of 85. But again, she was elected the, uh, Tennis Hall of Fame back in 1973. Uh, it's one of those people's kind of forgotten a little bit to history, but certainly one of the uh, great uh, women tennis players for better part of two decades in the 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the world of wrestling, Blackjack Lanza passed away mm-hmm. at the age of 86. I'm going to leave this to you. Uh, yeah, I don't have a whole lot to add here. He was uh, before my time. Uh, I remember
0: him more when I started watching wrestling in the mid eighties, he was already retired. So uh, he was basically one of those concerned officials who would come out to sort of like break up things because he had a, a much longer career, I think in the WWE uh, as a backstage agent and producer. So I think he worked for Vince McMahon for, I, I, I could be wrong here, but I think for like 20, 30 years or something like that. Like wow. after he ended, But yeah, uh, WWE Hall of Famer with uh, Blackjack Mulligan. I don't really have much more to say on that because it's, uh, again, it's before my time, but I just remember him as concerned official number three.
1: Fair enough. Yeah. He was a member of the WWE Hall of Fame, professional wrestling Hall of Fame, and more importantly, married to his wife for 64 years. Oh, I I did not, I, I missed that one. Married in 1957. So Boy, still was... still, oh, still, with, still with her in 2021. So we'll good on him. Godspeed. He was 86 years old. Mm-hmm. Um from the world of uh football, uh, college football hall of famer Bill Glass, uh who played with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, Detroit Lions and Cleveland Browns, four-time pro bowler from 62 to 64 and 67 of the champions, 1964 Browns and elected as a Cleveland Brown legend in 19, I'm uh, sorry, 2007. Uh, defensive end passed away at the age of 86. Uh, from the world of, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot one from, I apologize. I forgot a big name from uh, music before we get to the other one. Uh, Robbie Shakespeare passed away. Yeah,
0: that just happened, didn't
1: it? Yeah, uh, on on Wednesday, Jamaican bass guitarist, best yeah. known uh, as half of the Sly and Robbie, um, one of the great great musicians in in reggae. He was only sixty eight. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, there are a lot of people. So I apologize for getting out of order here. Um, Glenn Foster passed away in police custody. A uh, member of the New Orleans Saints. He mm-hmm. was only 31. Uh, he only played at the NFL for two years. Had a lot of it, issues. But uh, just notable for passing away while fighting police. Yeah. I got, nothing, <laughs> yeah I, got, I got nothing on that. because I, I didn't really read anything more from that. I, I haven't yet either. That's still yeah. under investigation. Um, member of... Uh, The Buffalo Bills uh, teams for 12 years, Mark Pike, linebacker, defensive end, and special teamer, uh, passed away from complications of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma at the age of 57. He also contracted COVID right before he passed away with non-Hodgkin's, which is not a winning combination, Uh, but he played in all four Super Bowls for the Bills uh, back in the early 90s. So He played for them from 1986 uh, to 1998. Um Speedy Duncan uh passed away to Pro Bowler in 71, three time AFL All-Star. Today, 65, I think, no? 66 and 67. Yeah, earlier uh actually yesterday. Oh, yesterday, okay. Uh, yeah, passed away at the age of 79. A member of the Chargers Hall of Fame, member of the 40th and 50th anniversary team for the Chargers. Also played three years for the Redskins. He was 79 years old. I don't exact. I don't know what he uh, passed from. Mm -hmm. All right. Now we got to the the big names. We'll start in football. Um, Hall of Famer Claude Humphrey. Yep. Uh, Thankfully, thankfully a Hall of Famer. Thankfully, a Hall of Famer. Yeah, it was on on the list when I started
0: this this website on my not in Hall of Fame uh, football list. Yeah, because it was someone who uh, seemingly got passed over. Yep. But but, sorry, I I interrupted.
1: No, that's fine. No, I mean, Humphrey finally got elected to the uh, Hall of Fame in 2014. Yeah. Um, He was uh, multiple times senior collection. He was a selection. He was not elected in 2009, which is part of my whole frustration with the Hall of Fame. They just kept not electing people. There are so many people backed up. Just please get them out of the way if they get that far. Uh, but he was number three pick overall in 1968. Uh, About the Atlanta Falcons. He played for them for 10 years and finished career at the Eagles. A member of that uh, Eagles team uh, led by Ron Jaworski that won the NFC in 1980. Six-time Pro Bowler, five-team, first-time All-Pro, three-time second-team All-Pro, defensive rookie of the year. And and the Falcons Ring of Honor, but other than that, they couldn't come up with why he should have been a Hall of Famer. Uh, eight-time All-Pro. <laughs> yeah, it, and it, it's not even so much a shot at that; just it's just clogged. It's so many, but that's why if you get somebody to the final five or to the final guys for the seniors, just elect them, so we don't have to get them up again. I, I think they're they've
0: reached that point at, at this stage. I they
1: have.
2: I, 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 I
0: agree. Now I I know that like virtually. It's not a lock. And I know when we started doing this, I never felt that, w- that when a senior candidate came up,
1: well, it's a lock he's going to get in. But it feels that way now. It does. Agreed. Yeah, there are times that come up like, oh, is Bullet Bob Hayes going to get in? They've been talking about him for a while. Is Ray Guy going to get in? Like, mm-hmm. there are people who are just like, you weren't sure. At this point, they, they just know. There's so many backed up. Well, I Ray feel Guy like... Ray needed, uh,
0: needed to be a senior. He's the perfect example of that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I, I'm
1: I'm wondering if uh, if he doesn't get elected this year, if what's his name from the Bills is going go to be I, I Yeah, I've been wondering the exact same thing. And then, but how does he get there? It's going to be the tough thing. There's so many people. How does he get there? Particularly if they're only doing one a year. So yeah. anyway, Claude Humphrey was 77 years old when he passed. Um, I did you see what he passed from? I did not. Yeah. So. Um, also passing away shockingly yesterday, uh, Demarius Thomas. Did we get a reason why yet? I mean, like what, what his cousin said Mm -hmm. was that Thomas had in this best part, I know, at least is true that he had been suffering from seizures for the past year. And what his cousin said was that he had a seizure in the shower and hit his head. Oh, fuck me. Because uh, it was immediately came out that he died of natural causes, like that he died of a medical condition is what they said, and not... That's, yeah, like, like um, that the immediately the came that? out. Yeah, that immediately came out, and I was like, why, how do they know that? But if he suffered from seizures and had went in the shower and hit his head, that makes sense. That makes sense as to why they would know that right away. Um, but yeah. he was a f- only, only 33, four-time Pro Bowler, one remember the super bowl 50 team where they uh beat the cam newton won't jump on the fumble carolina panthers um also played for the texans he played very briefly for the patriots where he traded in the jets in his last season and with those jets within a week of him getting traded there he uh was named captain mid-season that's how much he was respected by everybody you yeah, know everyone seemed to love the guy uh Started picking yeah. crops when he was 13. Oh, yeah, to help support himself. Yeah, he had a terrible, terrible home life, uh, and basically worked his way up all the way through, uh, to support himself and his family. Start, like I said, start working at 13. Uh, everything you heard was he was just a great, great person, great with kids, great with everything, really cared, and yeah, just sucks. Do you think,
0: uh, that the Broncos might retire his number now because of this? I mean, the- I, mean
1: I, don't, I don't know if they'll retire his number. I'm sure that he, they, were, they had been talking about putting him into the Ring of Honor.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel, like, I feel like in the NFL at this point, unless you are one of the top 50 players at all time, there are just too many retired numbers. There are too many people who have to play for you retire too many numbers. So Ring of Honor, 100%. Okay. Retiring eighty-eight. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I mean, the Bears at this point are like thirty retired numbers, and it's you're really Thirty hard or remember. like not, that's not thirty, is it? I know it's a lot. I, I, I'll find out, but it's not like the it, the the Celtics are retiring as many numbers as they want uh, because there's they're only like thirteen I, guys in the team. You know, uh,
0: th- while you're looking that up, I mean. Th- when I was a kid, I used to hate that. Like looking at the old, like when the Celtics were playing in, in Boston garden and it's like, come on, just put the name there with it. But I, I think there's something kind of cool about just maybe, maybe, maybe for you having a kid, like if you, if you take your, your, your kids there, it's like, dad, what's what are those numbers?
1: Oh, let me tell you about, I, I don't know. Right. Maybe it's, it's. And, and the Celtics to be fair, did retire a number. Nobody named Jim Luskatov can ever play for the team again. Um, well, no, well, uh, he could, as long as he doesn't go by the nickname of Lasky. Of Losky, that is true. Yeah. Um, so they, the Bears have only retired 13 numbers. Okay. Um, 13, 30, you Yeah, yeah there's 13 going on 30. By the way, the, the, the kid from 13, yes. 13 going on 30 <laughs> turned 30 the other day. So. And, and replicated that scene, the first scene from that. Oh, did I didn't see that part.
0: Yeah, she replicated the, first, the scene where she was like, uh, crap, what's her name? I, Jennifer Garner is just getting ready you know just replicated the whole that whole thing which if that doesn't make you feel old i don't know there's so many things that make me feel old uh seeing what ray don
1: chong looks like now makes me feel very very old
2: (laughs) yeah just by
1: the way the patriots have retired seven numbers themselves hmm the seven and this is why you should stop retiring numbers. Here are the numbers that are retired by the Celtics, uh, by the Patriots. 73 for John Hannah, Got it. One of the greatest uh, sure. offensive line of all time. No problem. Right? Yep. Mike Haynes, number 40. Okay. Mm-hmm. One of the very, very good defensive back. 20 for Gino Capoletti, 57 for Steve Nelson, 78 for Bruce Armstrong, 79 for Jim Lee Hunt, and 89 for Bob D. We haven't even gotten to uh, your like, yeah. I, no, no offense to the rest of those guys. I love Bruce Armstrong, who I think should be a Hall of Famer and never, may never be. Bruce Bruce Smith is very on the Bruce Armstrong Hall of Fame mm-hmm. train, but no offense to Jim Lee Hunt, Steve Nelson, and Bob D. But really,
0: hey, it it could be the Trailblazers. Were you? Yeah, you never know. Yeah, were, were you the water boy on that championship team from, like, 40 years ago? Uh, what's your name again? What yeah. number did you have? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah,
1: there you go. Well, let's retire that thing. Yeah, so... you are the worst, but anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I guess... We, we're, we're, we're down to the last few here. Um, U.S. presidential candidate, Bob Dole, I just want to point that out, passed away at the age of 98. Mm-hmm. Uh, after, after the guy who played him on Saturday Night Live passed away. And McDonald, yeah. Yeah, so...
0: That was the first thing I thought of. It was uh, Bob Dole. I think that might have been one of his last few tweets. I don't think he tweeted a whole mm-hmm. lot. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. I don't, know. I don't follow. Never, Bob, I never. I don't follow politicians.
1: Bob Dole still had one of the funniest answers from anyone ever on any show. So back on The Daily Show in the 90s, when Craig Kilborn used to host it, Bob Dole was on there with Craig Kilborn. and okay. Craig Kilborn used to ask the five questions at the end. And one of the questions he asked Bob Dole was bomb, America wants to know, boxers or briefs. And Bob Dole said, depends. <laughs> and Craig Kilborn fell out of his chair. So, he just, he just shrugged one shoulder and said depends. And it took but Craig Kilborn a second and then he laughed so hard he fell out of his chair. So, uh, yeah, Bob Dole. Was yeah, there.
0: he probably could have won against a lot of other people.
1: Yeah. Here, here's the trivia question for you. Sure. Every candidate from the 1976 U.S. presidential election is dead except for one now. Who is it? Well, it's going to be Jimmy Carter, no? Jimmy Carter. Yeah, yeah. it's the last one. He won in two ways. So, there you go. Um, Jimmy Carter is actually, I think, one of those great ex-presidents. Jimmy Carter's the greatest <laughs> ex-president of all time. Yeah,
0: if that makes any <laughs> sense. Yeah, just... Not, not a great word. Ugh, I don't want to go politics.
1: Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Most people would say that he had the greatest presidency. I think that's a fair statement. So, yeah, whether no. or not he was had other things going, I just think most people would say that that Jimmy Carter was not one of our top ten presidents of the U.S. So, no,
0: but became a and still is just a great ambassador for
1: 100 for, 100%. for, for uh, your country. 100%. I say your country. For those wondering, I'm not an American. I'm a Canadian. But you are the co-owner of the United States Athletics Hall of Fame. Yeah, go figure sense. out figure how that happened. Yeah. Uh, so two last names uh, from the world of car racing, Al Unser Sr. I missed
0: right. that one. Okay, you said there was a big name in auto racing. I, I didn't even read that.
1: Okay. Yeah, he was, he was uh, 82 years old, um, uh, won the Indianapolis 500 in 70, 71, 78, and 87, uh, won the multiple seasons, he won the 1978 Triple Crown of Ovals and in IndyCar, the 1970 USAC National Championship Trail, 83-85 Indy Car World Series. Uh, his son, Al Unser Jr., also one of the greatest racers of all time. Um, so, and he's the only person to have a sibling, Bobby Unser, and child, Al Jr., who win the Indy 500. So... And his uh, nephews, Johnny and Robbie, have also participated in the Indy 500, so. Yeah, when they come out of the womb as an answer, they turn left. Pretty, pretty much. But, um, I know, but I mean, but this is IndyCar. So IndyCar, they turn left and right in that one.
0: wonder if it would mess them up if they just got to the track one day and say, no, you no, know, we're going the other way.
1: <laughs> yeah, so know. here's, a, so th- there have been four people have won the Indianapolis 500 four times. One's Al Unser Sr. Can you name the other three? Uh, AJ Foyt. AJ Foyt's the first to do it. Unser was the second. Did Andretti? He did not. Uh, The third one I think is hard. The fourth one uh, is not as hard. I would have guessed the fourth one. I don't think I would have gotten Rick. The third one's Rick Mears. So I don't think I would have gotten that one. But the fourth one was uh, also known for his work on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, I definitely won't know this then. Elio Castroneves passed away. Oh, not passed away. He uh, he's a four-time winner. So, mm-hmm. But Sir Jr. was 82. And finally, somehow we have three Rolling Stones remaining and only one monkey. Uh, okay, Keith Richards is going to outlive everyone. Absolutely agreed. I mean, and of all the of all the Rolling Stones passed away, Charlie Watts really. But anyway. Um, mm-hmm. My, Michael Nesmith passed away at the age of seventy-eight.
0: Way more important than people realize. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, go ahead, just go ahead on it.
0: Well, okay, the the, the monkeys is probably one one of the more talked about bands on on our site, uh, not Hall of Fame in terms of debates, uh, mainly because of their origin. They were put together group. Uh, that part is in, in undeniable. They didn't play on their first album. I'm not even sure about their second one. And it was, they were pretty much created to capitalize on Beatlemania, specifically Hard Day's Night. Mm-hmm. But these were four guys who could play. Yep. Four very talented musicians. Uh, Nesmith was the cerebral bass player. I didn't realize uh, uh, as I'm looking through this, that he wrote up a different drum. That was a hit for the Stone Ponies, uh, Linda Ronsett's band. Hmm. Okay. I, I just learned that today. So, and then reading up, I read a few interviews how, like, after the monkey sort of bro- broke up, I mean, he was really big in that whole country rock scene. So I, it makes you wonder where I think that if those four guys didn't win those auditions, because I think Stephen Stills is actually someone who applied for that and didn't get it to be one of wow. the monkeys nesmith would would have had a career in music maybe no matter what Uh, i think davy jones would have too just because the way he looked Mm -hmm. he he just sort of encapsulated to me the 60s Mm -hmm. somehow he would have gotten some kind of work but nesmith too uh he a lot of people somehow it got written that he that he created mtv he didn't but he was one of the f- earlier pioneers of the music video. He worked out putting it putting together. He, he, won, he, won the
1: first, he won the first Grammy for video performance, actually, believe it or not.
0: I read that too, yeah.
1: Uh, which is, you know, crazy crazy to think about. But
0: yeah, yeah he,
1: Ni- 1981's Elephant Parts, whatever that
0: mm-hmm. means.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, I'm not going there. Uh, but yeah, he put together something for Nickelodeon. And... That was sort of pitched to mtv and then so he became a consultant there so he was a visionary of sorts uh when the monkeys got played again i remember this very well in the, in the 80s and the, like i i barely knew i never saw the show i remembered the music mm-hmm. but it was, it was a fu- it was a fun thing to sort of watch and then i don't want to say monkey mania but i mean they there was a there was a they got pretty big on the nostalgic circuit, much bigger. But Nesmith didn't bother with a lot of that. And the other three mm-hmm. was crashing him a bit. I remember a lot of that. But, you know, he just—he was just one of those guys. It's like, I, I, I've already done it. I, I'm not looking down on what I used to do. It's just I'm trying to do something else.
1: Right. Although he did call um, one of their one of their albums the worst album ever produced, as The Monkees. Wow. So. there's a lot worse shit than the monkeys ever did. I know, but I'm just saying, he did say that. So, uh, yeah, but I mean, Nesmith um, was 78. He passed away of heart failure. Um, Just, I mean, one of the true... Legends of Rock, and we're down to the last Monkey. I mean, the Monkeys have been a band who a lot of people have talked about getting inducted in the hall for a long, long time. Mickey
0: Dolan's is the last one, or is it Mickey Peter Tork? Tor-
1: yeah, no, Peter Tork passed away last year. Okay, I couldn't remember. Sorry, we're down to just Mickey Dolan's. So, so his so,
0: tour now would be
1: just the Monkey? I guess so. Unless he, unless he picked up with the gorillas. Um Yeah, so yeah, Peter Tork passed away at the age of 77 back in 2019. So. Uh, and Davy's been gone for a while now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a long one, man. Yeah, it was a lot. So, get us out of this and into something else.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, it's the shit box, and the weekly shit box is where I just will talk about something. Uh, I was going to go in a whole thing on Seth Rogen, who's a real asshole these days, but eh, I don't feel like it. Fair I, enough. I just don't feel like it anymore. I'm in a much better mood. Uh, I'm a college football junkie, but We don't need 44 bulls, (laughs) 40 fucking four bulls sponsored by a bunch of companies I've never heard of. So we're going to play the game called does Evan know this company? Because Kirk doesn't.
1: (laughs) Okay, fair enough.
0: Yeah, because a lot of these are, well, I guess that's sort of the Canadian in me, not knowing who the fuck some of these things are.
1: Before we get into that, I do want to say that uh, my mom, my mom, my wife's hometown of Elk Grove Village did sponsor the Bahamas Bowl for two years ah. uh, and got a lot out of that. So how much do you think it would cost to sponsor the Bahamas Bowl? Because I know this because I know the mayor of Elk, Elk Grove. I don't know. I mean, so i just thinking, yes, what do you think of the title sponsor of the of the 2019 and 2020 Bahamas? Bowl? Half a million. Two hundred thousand bucks. Okay,
0: so a little bit more than what we have.
1: That's why I decided I'd wear the Appalachian State hat today.
0: That's not why, because they're going to be one of these bowls that I have no clue what some of these sponsors are. We should sponsor a bowl.
1: Uh, hey, between you and me, we only need $199,000 to do so. Was that all? Okay. Uh,
0: maybe that Go should be- fund me, everybody. <laughs> I was just going to say, maybe be. that should be the not Hall of Fame toilet bowl.
1: The, the the USA Hall of Fame.
0: Bowl. Oh oh shit! That well, that's a lot better. Hey, I mean, why not? All right, Sabamas so Bowl doesn't seem to have a sponsor. Tail Greeter Cure
1: Bowl. The what? Tail Greeter. Tail Greeter or Tail Gator?
0: Mm, no, Tail Greeter.
2: Mm,
1: I believe Illinois versus Coastal. Not that it matters too. I believe that is an app for dogs who are trying to say hi to everybody.
0: Okay. I, I didn't actually look any of this up. I just wanted to see if you knew what the hell this stuff was.
1: I've never heard of tail greeter. I have to find that out now.
0: All right. I looked up what curable. I don't remember the curable. I mean, that seems like pretty cool. You know, just, hey, they're yep. doing it about breast cancer. That that I That's kind of,
1: I like that, but. Oh. Tailgreeter is a website that makes tail, About tailgating at sporting events Why do you need that? I don't know It's basically a, meet, a meetup For people who want to tailgate at the same game oh, For fuck's sake <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty worthless, okay? uh, Roofclaim.com
0: Boca Raton Bowl
1: Roofclaim? Yeah, dot .com so, you're claiming someone's roof, or do you have to? I, I, you're, you're painting an advertisement of roofs so when the planes come by, they can see exactly what's going on. All right. So, yeah, I, I'm I, just making this so up as we go. Right. Uh, cricket Celebration Bowl. Well, I don't
0: know what cricket is. I'm assuming that's the wireless company. I presume it's a wireless company. Uh, PUBG Mobile New Mexico Bowl. I guess that's a new company. Right.
1: PUBG? Uh, PUBG. Pube-G, yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or Radiant. PUBG,
0: but I, I like Pube-G. Yeah, Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl.
1: Well, Independence Bowl is at least one's been around for a while. But Yeah, Radiance I know the Independence Bowl. I don't know what Radiance Technologies is. Uh, clearly a solar company to get the power from the sun. Right. Uh, okay, so the Lending Tree Bowl. Really, that's not the lending tree anything bowl, it's just the lending tree bowl. So, it says, Wow, well, that's for the money that should be going to the uh players, but it's actually going to the coaches. Is
0: that that's what lending tree
1: is? I don't know. I don't... No, lending, they, lending tree is a company we've heard of. I never, they, they have it. commercial stuff. No, well,
0: okay, I, I don't know I'm sure I have, but I don't know what they do. Okay, I don't share I don't this one. The Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl presented by Stifle. What the? So what does does that mean? The fourth quarter, he
1: he get virtue signaled. You could only hope.
2: Uh, What the fuck?
0: Uh, R and L Carriers, New Orleans Bowl. Mm -hmm. That's Um, a freight. That's a freight company. Okay. Well, this one, I never heard of it, but I mean, I can figure it out by the name. Myrtle Beach Bowl presented by Tax Act.
2: Mm,
0: that's, um, that's a whole bunch of accountants who have a stage show. And the, a lot of these others, I, I know what the company is. So I'm just gonna give you the ones, I, I don't know what they are. Uh, Easy Post Hawaii Bowl.
1: Easy Post, I'm sure that is um, uh, a way of putting Bulletins up on posts outside and ah. it makes it easy to do. Yep. That's what we going with.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Quick Lane Bowl. I mean, I remember this name, this bowl name, but I don't know what quick lane is. It should be a bowl that you uh that reminds you that if you are passing someone on if you're in the far left lane, you should be passing someone. If you're not passing someone, move over. I'd be in favor of that bowl. Mm. Nothing worse than someone who sits in the left lane and just sits there without passing anybody while the car is back up behind them.
0: You ever hear Bill Burr's joke about that? So he says, he, he went to, he, uh, so I think, I forget what show he said this on the late night show. He so says, his wife just gives him shit about that because uh, he want, every time he has to pass someone in, in one of those lanes or we're in the wrong lane, he says, all right, let's play the game. Are they old or Asian?
1: <laughs> God.
2: Sadness. I I
1: just appreciate Bill, Burt, uh, Bill, uh, for, or Bill Burr, Bill, for Bill for bringing uh, the Boston accent to space in the Mandalorian. I just like the fact that the Boston accent is a real thing in the universe. I've got to watch this
0: that damn show. Uh, tickets smarter Birmingham Bowl. I'm
1: guessing that's. Oh. Uh, if 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 they are a company that undercuts Ticketmaster and keeps the fees down, I'm all in favor of those guys. That's uh serve pro first responder bowl yeah serve pro are people clean up after disasters so if you have like okay. a leak or something they come in and clean up they actually i think they also clean do crime scene cleanup too hmm. okay, well i know what auto zone is san diego hmm? as you say it's the space between the 20s right the auto zone <laughs> and then you get into the red zone like that <laughs> san diego
0: county credit union holiday bowl Guess that's I'm self-explanatory. Sure. That's probably a bank.
1: Does the Holiday Bowl take place in San Diego? Because that would make sense.
0: Wasabi Fenway Bowl? Like, are we talking about the actual?
1: You are. Shit. Okay. Yeah. That has that is, that is the Fenway folks. By the way, the Red Sox bought the Penguins. Officially? Mm-hmm. Doesn't seem right, does it? No, so now we get to see the Bruins get trashed in the Globe because they own that too. The Red Sox organization owns the Bruins. Can they do that? No, they own the Boston Globe. Oh, 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 oh! So the Boston Globe prints like glowing stuff about the Red Sox and nothing but crap about the Patriots. Got it. Okay. Uh, And so now that they own the Penguins, now the Bruins are going to get the same treatment. Okay. Cheese it, Bull it's the cheesiest guaranteed rate bowl that does the same people who have uh the white Sox stadium so all right
0: well i know what new era is uh valero alamo bowl what's valero
1: valero is a gas station okay duke's mayo bowl Duke is the dog from the Bush's Baked Bean commercial, so I'm sure he has a mail service set up. Trans Perfect Music
0: City Bowl. What's Trans Perfect? And I'm trying not to make a joke here.
1: I cannot begin to tell you without making myself, getting myself in trouble. I don't That's know. That's usually something I would do. So we'll move on. Chick-fil-A, I know what that is.
2: But I That, didn't bo- that, that bowl game I
1: could guarantee is not being played on Sunday. <laughs> I don't know Maybe it is. Uh,
0: actually, wouldn't that be interesting if the Chick Fil A uh, sponsored the Trans Bowl, or the and oh, no, then whatever. Sorry, SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. What are they like a UPS or something? Sure. I thought you'd know a bunch of these. I just figured Canadian. Right. What SRS Distribution is? All right,
2: Oh, right. well,
0: fine. That's seniors. Okay. The Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Mm-hmm. I guess Tax Slayer is H and R Block. H and R Block competitor, right? Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Like they can't just call it Kellogg's. It's Kellogg's. No, because
1: Kellogg's is bad news right now. They, well, they are There stri- people have been on strike for two months, and instead of paying them, they are firing everybody and bringing in scabs. So, their food. Okay, Barstool Sports.
0: I know what they are. Uh, Goodyear, Kappa One, Outback, Verbo. What's Verbo? The citrus bowl. That's
1: uh, Verbo is uh, way of, I think, sending money. Like uh, Oh, rose. okay. And yeah, I mean, and, uh, like, it's yeah. just
0: we we don't need a six and six Old Dominion team in a playoff. And I, I'm the idiot. I'm going to be watching some of this shit just because I'm going to be home. I'm home. I can do it. There's nothing else on when this shit happens. But
1: sorry, sorry. V- Verbo is a vacation rental place for beaches and stuff. So oh, okay. I have seen the commercial. As soon as I said I'm like, wait, that's not right. So, I, I, you know what? I think we should. I think we
0: should have our own damn bowl game. The USAHOF. That's our. That's our end goal. 2030. We have that. We'll get a tie-in with. Uh... In the Independence Bowl. Independence Bowl. We'll get a tie-in with some kind of shit. I don't know. Uh...
2: The pin some conferences
0: yeah. conference doesn't exist right now so i'm mm. not even yeah because
1: they keep changing you mean the big like the big 12 sorry
0: you <laughs> <laughs> make that joke on almost anything really
1: i know i know I mean,
0: the only one that i that i feel confident that will still exist in some capacity is the sec
1: mm-hmm. and i and even then you you, you never know My favorite thing going forward about the SEC is going to be watching Texas go 3-8 and every year.
2: (laughs) I knew you were going to say that.
1: I don't even, like, I don't care about college football at all. Uh, I watch big games for the heck of it. Like, I watched some of Georgia, Alabama. um, But I just, I don't care. It's not that important to me. Mm -hmm. But just the idea of Texas, who, like, made the big pro do everything – and then left the big 12 and it's just going to get their ass handed to them over and over and over again in the sec. I'm going to be very, very excited about Do that. They, does the long network still exist? I
2: believe it does.
0: Yeah. Mm, was it just Matthew McConaughey saying, I remember when we were good. Oh, that was a terrible impression. I'll move on from impressions.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, should we get to? I think what, what's really the main event. Uh, yeah, let's let's get to that. I don't really have a very good, good, bad, and ugly. I'd rather spend the time on the on the this baseball stuff.
0: Yeah, and my elevator up, elevator down is sort of tied up. And I, I, we mentioned that
1: before we went. Uh, but let's let's just tie everything in on this baseball thing. Yeah. I think this I think this this senior class of the baseball Hall of Fame is one of the most important things ever had had on. Yeah, in, in what we do, so.
0: All right, so let's let's go to that. So we've got six new inductees into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, so let's just look at, the, I guess, the first committee, uh, the early baseball era committee that inducted uh, Bud Fowler and Buck O'Neill. Uh, before we go any further, uh, kudos and self-promotion here. Vinny Laspinuso uh, made the
1: case for Bud Fowler. And... He did. Was he was really good. I, I, that, I, not that I, I, I uh ignore the rest of the things on the podcast network, but I don't always have time to listen to <laughs> everything. But I did listen to the Bud Fowler one. That's actually the one I definitely heard all yeah. because I know it was. And
0: another thing I got wrong. I, I thought, and I said this on another show, that Bud Fowler was probably gonna be the hardest case to get in because there's no footage, there's no nothing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh and and I talked about if there's gonna be a recency bias. How do you pick the guy with no footage who, whose peak was in the 1800s? But they did. They did. And, you know, congratulations to him, uh, his family. But we're so super stoked, you, myself, Vinny, too. Really everybody. That Buck O'Neill, and he, I'm not a religious man by any stretch, but if I was, I do think that he'd be looking down right now. You know, and it just has. sort of saying, but you know, and then
1: not even being bitter. Uh, you know, thanks. You know, you this just is, to, you know, go ahead. This is 15 years too late. I mean, it's, it's more than that, but the, in 2006, they had the sort of cleanup of the Negro Leagues where they elected before five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 folks in into the uh baseball hall of fame from negro leagues including the first woman in uh yep. effa manley was one yep. of that part of that group um and alex pompez was the real the real big guy there for me um and they had this election and they had buck O'Neill's the special person in charge of it and he presented and sang i guess that's the one thing that he did get to present at the baseball hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Um and the the singing and everything. Uh would, if you haven't seen that speech, it's wonderful. You Just should go back and watch yes. it. Definitely. Um But he should have been elected with them. There's no reason committee. he elected with and them. maybe that's why. I mean, so so he was he was too honest because there's so many who like remember, like I always say Cheney committees, right? Where yeah. the guy in charge of the search committee get, ends up being the person they pick. I used to call it Cheney Committee because Dick Cheney did it. It yeah. happened with Jeopardy most recently. It happened with the Pope, uh, Pope Benedict was in charge of the Pope Search Committee after John Paul died and he so got elected.
0: Sometimes there's something to it. I, the biggest snub in all the Hall of Fames I discuss is, in, in my opinion, Vince McMahon in the WWE Hall of Fame
1: because he won't let them. Well, that's fair. I mean, that's one thing if he's not specifically not letting them. That's one thing. And it, but
0: we don't know what happened in these committee, committee
1: meetings they might, He might have pushed them not to do it I don't know I mean, That is possible But there had to be a time Like, hey, don't like me now But there had to be a time to put Buck O'Neill in But again, let, let's, let, let's not talk about the past Buck O'Neill, highly, highly, highly deserving of this honor uh, And one of the two people I'm actually happiest for Out of the people who got in
0: Oh, okay. I'm not sure who the other one would be as we, as we sort of go through, but I'll be curious about that. Uh, yeah, with, with that, with this one too, uh, and we, we've talked about that a lot. I, I actually had Buck O'Neill's as an elevator up not that long ago, uh,
2: based mm-hmm. on, sure. on,
0: on, a, on a few things that have sort of been happening around. And so here's my question and kind of a serious one here. And I hate asking that, but I'm going to, uh, take George Floyd out of the equation. Does the Baseball Hall of Fame decide that they're going to take another look at the Negro Leagues? Does Baseball Reference say, you know what, we're going to get collect all this data?
2: And, I, mean,
1: I have no idea. Well, I mean, Baseball Reference had to collect all the data because they said that the Negro League stuff was as good as Major League stuff. Right, but they that, they just
0: came out with that not that long ago. I don't know if that was in the works before. So I, I don't want to say the, to the sports reference people or suggest that maybe that's some, they, they probably could have been very well working on all this stuff before because mm-hmm. that seems like something they would do. But, and then I'm also sort of thinking about another conversation I had with uh, that. I'm sorry. Blank, I'm blanking on that. On the how the hell did this get to number one show uh, with Fonda Brian, and she successfully got Sony to get back to get back uh, back catalog for her dad. Mm-hmm. And she said, like, if, if George Floyd just doesn't happen, there's not going to be a pressure for me to be successful on that. I don't want to say this is a perfect storm because just nothing about how the, how we got here feels perfect. Feels like an awful thing to say, but I don't think that the baseball hall of fame would have done this or at least sort of combined it. I'm glad they did, Mm -hmm. or maybe they would have
1: because I mean, there's only so much further you're running out of people. You know, there's also pretty good candidates. Bill Dolan was on that list and got fewer than four votes. Bill, yeah, Bill's the only one I feel super.
0: Passion, and I don't want to say passion because I'm really not that passionate about it, but someone who I think really should be into the, into the baseball hall of fame. I didn't feel that way about Ali Reynolds.
1: I you mean, lefty you, a duel.
0: Definitely not lefty duel I, I love the stories of both of these guys. Ali Reynolds to me just felt like he was the Jack Morris of his day mm. in some ways, just, just won a lot, but he any, almost any good pitcher would win a lot with who he played for.
1: Yeah. Like you were just, I I was going to say, I think the most surprising person to me with the way they were doing the Negro League stuff is that John Donaldson didn't get in. That's kind of who I thought was going to be the second person. I mean, I thought Buck was going to be a lock. Yeah, we both thought Buck was getting in. But if there's a second person, I think we both thought it was John Donaldson. Although I, I would, if he told me Bill Dolan, I wouldn't be that surprised either. But he got fewer than four votes. So.
0: Uh, so, the other people who were nominated, just to go through this really quickly. Dun, 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 dun. Come on, scroll
1: down. Stupid. I, ha- I have it right here if you want. Yeah, if, you, if you can, just go ahead. So, uh, the, the election, sir, so there are 16 voters. Uh, Buck O'Neill got 13. Bud Fowler got 12. So, you need at least 12 to get in.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Vic Harris got 10. John Donaldson, 8. Allie Reynolds, 6. Left Deal Duel, 5. George Scales, 4. Uh, Bill Dolan, Grant Johnson, Dick Redding, it's got three or fewer. Uh, there were actually four votes be- between the two of them, or between the three of them. Just doing math because every good vote everyone voted for four. So one thing I
0: can't figure out. We're gonna be transparent on everything unless she got less three or less. Why?
1: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Just say. Whatever. I mean maybe like, they feel bad about someone getting zero votes, but who cares? You do that anyway. We're going to have a bunch of people who got zero votes in a month. True. So, But they're not dead. You don't want their ghost hunting you. I'm more afraid of
0: the ghost. I mean, what's Kurt Schilling going to do? Like, send me a nasty tweet? Or he'll, bloody, he'll bloody your sock. He'll bloody my sock. I'm telling you, uh, check out his cameos on Twitter. Or his cameos. It's He's in a basement. I swear he's in a basement. He needs a hoarder. Like, some, like he, he snapped. And for the record, Kurt, if you're watching, I think you should be in a hall in the baseball hall of fame. We both, we, we both do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it, it, that's uh, so at least at the very least, we know we're going to have six inductees. And here's the funny oh. thing of all the six, the six inductees we have, there's probably six on the ballot
1: on the regular ballot that are actually better players
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the six. Yeah, let's let, let's come back to that. Let's get the Golden Days era, and then I want to go into that. Go, moment, go back so. to that another day. I don't want to go back to that today. Okay. Uh, but
0: yeah, so the Golden Days uh inductees. Uh, let's start off with someone that I'm
1: the happiest for is Gil Hodges. Yeah, Gil Hodges mm-hmm. used to be the you must be at least as tall to ride the ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He was like the the the. The gatekeeper, if you're not Gil Hodges in the Hall of Famer, if you're not better than Gil Hodges, then you're not in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm glad to see I have no problem with Gil Hodges being in the Hall of Fame. I on Twitter, there's uh someone who probably
0: follows you too. Uh, I don't know who the, who's actually running that account, but it's Helton HOF, like or Helton, from yeah. Like, and yeah, 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 he put out, or she, I mean, I, I don't know, um, put out the this, the this is actually going to help out uh todd helton because if we look at jaws mm. you know helton's just gone up mm-hmm. yep yeah because all four of these uh people that we're going to talk about are all lower than the average or all worse. yeah yep. so uh, sorry go ahead okay keep going well i was gonna say this i think this does help helton i don't think there, there's something that if you just when we look at pure numbers we forget how iconic some people were, and Mm -hmm. this is where Hodges to Brooklyn and Vin Scully put out an op-ed of why Gil Hodges should be in in the baseball Hall of Fame. I don't know if that swayed people or whether Vin did, you know, reached out to anybody. I I have no idea. Uh, And if he did, so he did. Uh, But Hodges was an iconic figure, and there's something to be said about a player that stays with one team. Uh, for, this does nothing for Fred McGriff. Fred McGriff will never be an iconic figure because he moved around too much.
1: He is the man uh, for the man
0: yeah.
1: training videos, man. Yes. And that's the hat he should wear. Should he get in? Yeah, but just just a blank blue hat. They yeah. should paint it blue on the on the thing. Yeah, absolutely. No, but- nobody under the age of 30 has any idea what we're talking about. But all, all four of these guys have that going for them.
0: They were yeah. figures for one team. Well, not, uh, they played for other teams,
1: but. They- well, I mean, well, I mean, we haven't named the other ones. So we have a couple of twins. All right. Jim, well, Jim, Jim, Co- Jim Cott and Tony Leaver. All right. So let's uh, go to
0: Jim Cott. Uh, if, if, going back to my whole thing, elevator up, elevator down. This is huge for Tommy John. Mm. I... You know, because he could have easily been on this ballot. Tommy John now sort of supplants, and I'm not going to count Clemens, but as sort of like the winningest pitcher. Or there's another one I think of. Was it Matthews? I forget. But in recent memory, I mean, Tommy John's surgery is recognized in the Baseball Hall of Fame, but Tommy John isn't. Right. And I, I think Tommy John, to me, is, is more deserving than Jim Cott, personally. I don't have a problem with, with Jim going in. I do think that him winning a shit. Whoa, he won all those gold gloves. Half of them, he shouldn't have won.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Bluntly. I'll, and I'll say that, especially at the, at the end when he wasn't even pitching 100 innings.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I, I don't have a problem with it. Your thoughts? I mean, Jim Cott and Tommy John were like right next to each other on all the ballots they were on. Mm-hmm. So Cott's last ballot in 2003, he's at 26.2. Tommy John is right below him at 23.4. The two people below them, by the way, Jack Morris and Alan Trammell, who are both in. Uh, the only person on that ballot, by the way, higher than Cot, who's not in, and someone who I think gets helped by Gil Hodges, is mm-hmm. Steve Garvey. Yeah. Who is another one, pretty much, I mean, I guess he played for more than one team, but you associate him mostly with the Dodgers. I know he played with the Padres. Another um,
0: one I encourage you to check out on Cameo. Steve Garvey? Yeah, Steve Garvey. It just, it's just the thick glasses that just, I, I don't, we all age and shit like that, but mm-hmm. Steve Garvey just felt like one of those guys who wasn't going to age. I don't know why. Hmm. Like he just had that look about him to me, or maybe that he was the type of guy who would make that deal with the devil. Do
1: you think you could get Steve Garvey to dress up like Steve Harvey?
0: I think it's more likely to get Steve Harvey to get to dress up like Steve Garvey.
1: Fair enough.
0: I think Steve Harvey will do anything for a buck.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like it definitely helps uh, them. I think someone else who's helped by this whole group. And by, by the way, the other person we haven't talked about is the one I was most excited for, Min Minoso. Well, do, do, do we go a little bit more on T- Antonio Oliva? Yeah, sure. Go Tony Oliva. So actually, I think Tony Oliva and Min Minoso are tied in together, by the way. Really? But the person I think is most helped by this ballot. OK. Uh, who, and who do you think is that? Louis Teant. OK. Interesting. I, I was thinking of Don Mattingly. Mattingly's also helped by this. I, a, yeah. lot of these, a lot of those guys are all helped by this ballot, right, who got in.
0: Because Mattingly and Oliva, to me, are, have very similar careers. I mean, you, they were so great mm-hmm. for so long, and then their second half of the career is just so, eh, due to injuries and, and, and whatnot. I mean, hell, I mean, like, could this do something for uh, Noma? Another guy like that.
1: Who never got past the first ballot, but no, he he made he made a first ballot. Yeah, no got for Nomar got at least five yeah, yeah. the first ballot.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did.
1: Uh he got he was on two ballots. He got five point five percent in twenty fifteen and one point eight percent in twenty sixteen. So wow. yeah. well, so he was on two ballots. Yeah,
0: I, I can see why you'd be super happy for, for, for Minoso. Uh which two are alive? Uh Jim's still alive.
1: And so is Tony Leva.
0: Tony Leva, okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, Manny Minoso died back in 2015. They were uh, going into the vote uh, a week ago today. They had all sorts of stories about Manny Minoso on the radio. Yeah, yeah. About him, uh, one of the producers on The Score used to work at a grocery store in, in Manny Minoso's neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And talk about Manny coming in on a, basically every day to buy something in his Cadillac that said Mr. Socks for the license plate. Um, and but I mean, Minnie Minoso is another guy that, if we are counting his stats for the Negro leagues because he did both, now we're up a whole another level. So Minnie Minoso's stats, if Negro league stats count,
2: mm-hmm. is a
1: significantly better baseball player comparatively than he was, mm-hmm. um, because Minnie was another one of those guys stuck by the the color line. Uh, three. Uh, he played three years there, I think.
2: Mm-hmm. Or, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Uh, hypothetical. If all four of these these men were alive, who would you make
1: the hammer? Hodges. Okay. I yeah. think. I think just the, the place he holds in baseball history, just because of the way the Dodgers are revered over the White Sox and Twins. Mm-hmm. I think Hodges gets the hammer. I mean, I think that's what it would be in real life. My personal opinion is in Minoso. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I think Hodges would in yeah. if everybody were alive. And, and Buck would trump them all. Yeah, you know, and, and Buck O'Neill, that, that's a whole separate level. Right. Buck Buck O'Neill, like all these guys alive. Buck O'Neill gets his own one hour special, everybody else gets 10 minutes. Do you think that because a lot of
0: baseball writers haven't put in their votes yet, that this might make some of them a little bit more uh, I don't want L- say
1: Do less think- likely to vote for people?
0: Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, because like, the, not that I think any of them really feel this pressure anyway.
1: But I've been saying I think one person's getting in this whole time. I think I think David Ortiz is going to end up with like seventy six percent of the vote. I think you're right. I think you're and right. And that's a, and that's about it. Who's going to get in this year? There, there's some. And, and I'm trying to decide whether. That two Cubans getting in make any real difference to the Dominican getting in, um, but I, 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 I don't. I mean, you you never know what's going to do what for anybody. That's true. But I mean, there's no question that Ortiz's numbers versus some of the guys who just got in are higher, yeah. uh, and uh, he's much more likable. I know that he failed the drug tests with the Mitchell report, and he found out about it later, and everything else. But I don't know how much that gets held against them As opposed to A-Rod who also had that happen to him But then got busted for 100 games suspension For what happened with the stuff down in Florida
0: And, and like I've said over and over there's, there's somewhere, there's a secret society Where Bonds, Clemens, Ramirez, Sosa They all get together and they get drunk Saying, I can't believe he has, he's with J.Lo." And he's Like they've got to be. I mean, it, it turned Sammy Sosa into a ghost.
1: He's definitely a ghost of his former self.
0: Yes. <laughs> and if you don't know what we're talking about, just Google Sammy Sosa right now, and it's just like
1: what? Yeah it it's oh. a it's a weird Dominican fashion trend. That's all I can say. Uh, yeah
0: it's it's basically the answer of who who am i most afraid of running into a dark alley it's actually sammy sosa because i mean i think I, all the other ones i mean okay they're just going to beat me up and take my money i don't know i think sosa is going to try and steal my soul the way he looks now he's
2: frightening
0: to look at it's, and it's, i'm repeating myself i've said all this it's and weird
1: but anyway so the rest of the vote by the way uh for this for this one so again 16 votes everybody can vote for four um so and th- so going through this there are only uh 47 57 61 so only three votes unaccounted for in this whole thing so Minnie minoso got 14 hodges cat and oliva all got 12 heartbreakingly dick allen only got 11 the only time i'm glad he wasn't here to see this because if he ended up one short again that would have killed them. Um and then Ken Boyer. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a second. Ken Boyer, Roger Maris, Danny Murtaugh, uh, Billy Pierce and Maury Wills each had three or fewer. There are three combined between the one, two, three, four, five of them. Mm-hmm. So they got three combined votes between the five of them. If my guess would probably be Wills, Merritt, and Wills got one, Maris got two, would be my guess if I had to divide those things up. I don't think Pierce, Murtaugh, and Boyer got very much at all. Probably not. Uh, but, yeah, Dick Allen, one vote short. If, if I had
0: O'Neill as a lock, I had, uh, I said this, I thought Allen was lock number two.
1: We've talked, so, we've talked about it for two years. Yeah. I, I, I got nothing, man. It's, my hands are up. Dick, Dick Allen was, was the best player on that ballot. He was. And I don't want to say it's... Uh, again, so. taking Buck O'Neill out of it. I'm talking about just that golden era ballot. Dick Allen's the best player on that ballot.
0: And it's not to take take away from the four. I'm so happy. Like, this is a great week for us.
1: Oh, amazing week.
0: Yeah. Uh, You know, for what we do, I'm looking forward to to revising this and taking these four legends
1: off. Mm -hmm. Especially Hodges. I never thought that was going to happen. Can I just talk about Dick Allen's uh, MVP season in 1972? Yeah, definitely. Dick Allen led the league in home runs, RBI, walks, on base percentage, slugging, OPS, and OPS plus. Mm-hmm. Home runs, walks, OB, OBP, OPS, and OPS plus, as well as slugging and RBI. Absolutely ridiculous. He hit. He had 308 with 37 homers. 113 RBIs, an on-base percentage of 420. I, I, I don't I don't get it. I, I don't know
0: what it was that sort of happened here. Yeah. I, I, I really don't. I mean, especially, like, because Cot surprised me. I, I, unless they're just thinking,
1: well, he's alive. Maybe. Yeah, if Dick Allen's alive, does he get in?
0: I think he does. It could be. And I think sometimes it's, it's it's harder to say, because when you've got 16 people talking, like, we don't know what went on in that room. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a lot, so it's a lot like what we do. Uh, and just a little bit more uh, shameless plug, we're going to be doing the same thing. We're going to like the, what a week or two weeks before the baseball does their vote. We're going to put, if you want to be a part of it, Hey, please do just put your damn clothes on when you get there. Uh, that's an,
1: inside, that's an inside joke, just so that's you guys know.
0: A little inside baseball. Uh, and we're going to be pretty much doing the same. People will make their pitches, and then we're all going to just, like, vote there. And uh, obviously, it doesn't necessarily mean or mean anything there, but it, it's a similar type of thing for what they do in these committees. Uh, one thing also I do like is these committees seem to be changing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different people and different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to speak ill of the dead, but I'm glad Joe Morgan's not around
1: for this yeah joe morgan i think blocked more hall of famers than anybody
0: Uh, you know absolutely and i i can honestly say i think if you look back at the player of the decade morgan's got a a, a case for the player of the 1970s he was that good like just an incredible baseball player but he was a he was a hall blocker he just just uh Diff, but different people will come on these uh, committees and they'll be thinking like that. And that's okay. It's just different perspectives. Either way, this has been a, a great week if you're a Hall of Fame watcher like, like we are. And congratulations to all six men. It's well deserved. Hopefully it's, there's going to be a couple more people joining
1: you. We'll say I, I am pessimistic now that they have this many people. They already have the goodwill. They don't need to put other people in. And if you're a baseball writer with part of this, and I'll never get on
0: that, uh, on that. You'd have to be a part of the, that group for 10 years, which I'm not going to sign up for. Mm-hmm. So that, that's one Hall of Fame thing that I will never, ever be asked to be a part of. And I'm okay with that. But Jesus, if that's your reasoning, well, I don't have to now. Fuck you. That's all I can say. Go
2: fuck. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I, I, again, I'm going back to Dick Allen. I'm sorry, he led the league in OPS back when, again, nobody cared about OPS in the 70s. He led the league in OPS four times in his career. He had two years with OPS over one. In that year, he was 1.023 in 1972 when he won the MVP. Back in 1966, when he finished fourth for the MVP, he was 1.027. His OPS plus was 181 that year. He was fourth it was one. It's 199 uh, in 1972, which is got to be close to the record for highest OPS plus ever. And, and I, I don't know so much about OPS plus, but
0: I know with OPS, that's one th- that's one stat that. I, I had a chance to talk to Greg Zahn, a former Blue Jay catcher. Mm-hmm. And I was asking him, like, do you think that this whole stat craze has gone too far? It's just like, absolutely. But is there any stat now that exists that didn't exist like 30 years ago that you think is relevant? He said, OPS. I said, like, we all think that. And it's one of those obvious things that, like, how did we not pay more attention to that when I look back as a kid? Like, how did it take so long for for people to sort of, like, put those two things together and really define a pure hitter? Because I know growing up, I'd look at the batting average more than everything. But that was sort of the air up in. I mean, like, that's your first thing that, that you look at.
1: But Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean o- OPS is one of those things, if it existed, Wade Boggs would have been the most feared player of the 80s. He was a very, very good player, one of the most feared hitters. But I can't tell you, I remember growing up, how many people were just like, just swing the bat when he would take a walk in a big situation because he, he refused to swing at bad pitches. Right, yeah. yeah, and but he just absolutely was way ahead of his time on OPS. And we what? didn't realize that at the time a pitcher would actually show he'd start in the first inning and he'd still be there in the fifth,
0: yeah. and we didn't cheer for him if he got pulled. We expected.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I'm just going <clears throat> on. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, but I mean, he is just like you should have figured out hey this guy gets on base a lot that makes a big difference but no he's up in a big moment and then and then that counts against other guys who were putting the ball in play because walking wasn't what they were supposed to be doing mm-hmm. we're,
0: we're also the same culture that it took us until the uh 90s to put wheels on the
1: suitcases oh you're one of those people and i remember you just carry hey. it yourself I remember like so going with, 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 you know, first bunch of suitcases I had. Didn't have. I still, I still don't have uh, something with wheels, but I carry a big uh, ski bag pretty much for everything because it doesn't look like anyone else's bag. So, that idea. And with that, I mean, our regular segments, I think we sort of tied all that in. Yeah, um, it, it all just got tied in. I think that was, I mean, we had so many deaths that we had to talk about, and that was just such an important thing for what we do this week god yeah Man, i'm glad i'm glad we spent the time and, and dumped everything else i think it's uh i think it's mm-hmm. it's the most encouraging thing that's happened with the baseball hall of fame in a very long time it is it's it's been a great great week for for us great hopefully it's a great week for all
0: of you blatant self-promotion time hey Woo-hoo. you can vote not in hall of forward slash usa the United States Athletic Hall of Fame class will be announced this June, the first of its kind. Does it exist anywhere
1: else? Better not. We trademarked it. <laughs> and I will say this more blatant self-promotion. Sure. If you happen to be listening to our podcast and are, have access to a radio station and would like us to discuss it, both Kirk and I are more than willing to do so. So mm-hmm. the more we could talk about, it, the more people. Do the October. Well, I mean, let's not go that far. <laughs> um, but, like, the more we could talk about, the more people we'll hear about, the more people hear about, the more people will vote, the more people will vote, the more legitimate the vote becomes. We want a lot of people voting not for money-making purposes or anything sort of like that. Like, this is... we're not making any money off of this. Yeah, no, what I, we wanted... I'm not such an either, I don't think. Yeah, what, what we want to do is make sure we have the best thing we can with as much participation as we can, and the more we can talk about the outside of our own podcast, the better we can be. So, and it, it's fully transparent,
2: hundred percent,
0: hundred percent transparent. Yeah. So, your votes do matter here. It's not like something where okay, well, this will count for one percentage of a vote. No, we put together a committee to put all, to put the nominees together, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a pretty it's a stacked committee that that's growing that still continues to grow.
1: You know, former NFL players, Olympians, and us. Co- coaches, fans, yes. us. Like there are other people. And um, that's the only gatekeeping that's getting done. That's the it. only gatekeeping is getting done is that we have the right people there. And while you might say, hey, why is this person not here? They're just like particularly this first class, they're just way too many people we could have put on this list. For sure. Um, but but those people will come up. The only gatekeeping we're doing is making sure we have the right people and not joke people to vote for. Right. And after that, we our votes count just as much as everybody else's where you don't have a special anything. There are no writers or nothing. All the votes are done by you guys, the fans. Yeah. So please vote. You can vote every day. Uh, other thing to
0: the another another self promotion. Chris Burnet and I we do a show called uh, This crap was on national television. We picked a new show, or new a new uh, thing that we're going to look at. Uh, we did okay. the
1: Love Boat pilot. Uh, yes, I, I I saw that. Yeah, uh, that was not the Love Boat I remember. <laughs> oh <laughs> no! In it, it, yeah, there
0: was attempted murder on this one. It was I never remembered seeing that at all. So, but we're looking at because both Chris and I met through. Uh, our wrestling projects. So, in 1985, Rowdy Roddy Piper hosted the All Star Sa- uh, Saturday S- or Cartoon Spectacular or something like that. I forget okay. the that title. And where it's they promoted all the all the cartoons that were going to be on on you know for the for the new lineup. His special guests included Pee Wee Herman, okay. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Okay, Patty Labelle, Ooh, okay. and a new addition.
1: Who are eight people who have never been in my kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> I had to count the members of the New Addition in my head there.
0: Yeah, go on, go out. Peter Herman's still alive. Ask him, Alex. He's never been in my kitchen.
1: <laughs> so Bobby, it, Bobby Brown's still alive. Yeah, Bobby Brown. Are, are are all the members of Bill? But DeVoe, they're all still alive, right? I'm pretty sure they're all still alive. Uh, yeah. I it, think every member in her is alive. Yeah. Uh, wow. Most, most
0: of them are also uh, the only ones that are dead are Piper and uh, Captain Lou Albano was on the show. Mm-hmm.
1: He, he's no longer with us. Well, um, C- C- Cindy Lauper crushed him by having so much fun. Well, that's all she wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Yeah. When it, the working day is done. Yeah, It's not even so much that this is a terrible show. It's just that I, I don't. It's, it's, don't it's hard to believe. It's hard to believe who the casting director was.
0: <laughs> the casting director would have been Cindy Lauper because she was the producer. Oh wow! Okay, so there and there's a scene where Patti LaBelle's lip syncing. Uh, I forget the name of the damn song. Uh, one of her '80s hits. Dun, 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 dun. Continue. And, yeah, I really helped her with that. P and so she's there dancing with Pee Wee, Kareem, and Piper. Wow this is i don't even remember seeing this i'm so excited to talk about this i I excellent i had to bring it up
1: cool i'm i'm looking forward to it
0: yeah and with that the hall of fame show is closed thanks again wherever you are stay safe and have a good one
2: take care guys